Hey, Leading Learning listener, if you represent a membership organization looking for ways to expand your online course catalog rapidly with high quality content, we have good news. At leadinglearning.com AMA, you can find out how to make online training from the American Management Association available to your learners. Through a partnership between AMA and Tagoras, the parent company of Leading Learning, you can give your learners access to more than 70 e-learning modules covering essential business topics ranging from leading and innovating, to managing projects effectively, to working in hybrid teams. For details on how to grow your catalog with courses from a true global leader in management training, visit leadinglearning.com AMA. If you're a leader or an aspiring leader in the business of lifelong learning, you're in the right place. I'm Salisa Steele. And I'm Jeff Cobb. And this is the Leading Learning Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 182 of the Leading Learning Podcast, which Jeff and I are going to devote to talking about three goals at the heart of almost all learning businesses. That's right. In our years of working in and for learning businesses, we've seen that almost all of them are after reach, revenue, and impact. And that's actually, we we use those terms very often in talking about the learning business. So it's reaching the right audience. It's generating revenue, which of course is the lifeblood of a learning business, and it allows it to continue to exist. And then third and lastly, having an impact. So it's not just about identifying uh, an audience and selling to it, but it's about the impact that the education has on individual learners and ideally even more broadly, that holy grail of moving the needle and making a difference in the field, profession, or industry that a learning business serves. So let's talk about each of these three goals in a bit more detail. So we'll start off with uh, reach uh, out of the the triad there, and you know reach is really about connecting with as many of the right learners as you can. And the word right is very important there because it's not just about quantity; it's not about reaching everybody in the world. It's also about the quality of who you are reaching. And of course, strategy is key to figuring out who those right learners are. You have to be really clear about whom you serve if you're going to have the reach that you intend to have. And I think a very common mistake is to say that the audience for your learning business is everyone in the field or profession or industry or whatever market you're focused on. And I think membership organizations and nonprofits with a mission um, often make this mistake, though I think other learning businesses are susceptible to it as well. But it's rarely specific enough to say that your audience is X profession or Y industry. Uh, Usually the field, profession, industry, or, or whatever incorporates a huge range of variety, and it's very difficult to serve the entire spectrum of that diversity, and even harder to serve that entire spectrum well. Yeah, so you can't be all things to all people sort of thing. That definitely applies to uh, uh, to every business, um, even if you are a membership organization, as many of our listeners will be. So, you know, as an example, um, let's look at a profession. So certified public accountants, that's an area where we've done a lot of work, you know, and, and even under that uh, pretty homogenous umbrella of CPAs, 
there's really a lot of variety. You have those that, uh, that are still studying to be CPAs or still in school. You have those newly minted CPAs. You have those who've worked as CPAs for decades. You have the entrepreneurial uh, CPAs who are you know, working on their own, maybe doing creative things outside of the, the normal realm. You have CPAs working within big corporations who may not even care so much about that credential anymore, um, uh, but nonetheless are an important audience. Um, you have geographic differences and the accompanying different regulations and laws, and you know the list goes on and on. So there are a lot of different ways to, to slice that one umbrella term of CPA, you know, and each of those groups is going to have different needs in, in terms of what they need to know and master and serving all of them is is really hard. I mean, you can, on the one hand, probably reach them. We're getting more and more personalized with how we can segment and market and send out our emails and set up our websites to, to match up with these uh, different people. Um, but then, you know, you got to serve them once they, once they get to mm. you. So, you know, getting clear on whom you serve is, is really going to help you focus the limited time and resources that are just a reality for, for any business. No, no business has unlimited resources. So you want to be able to focus those time and resources um, and, and get that right reach. You know, that's going to allow you to reach again as many of the right learners uh, as you can um, and, you know, getting that mix of quantity and, and quality right. And it's not just that serving all those different groups is, is hard in sort of an abstract sense, like keeping all those, you know, balls uh, up in the air, so to speak. Um, but the more groups you try to serve, it also means the more competition you mm. face. And um, so you really do need to recognize that your market is not your audience. Your market is going to be broad. Your audience is going to be a smaller subset, which you have to do that work to identify and which you have to do the work to, to choose, to consciously figure out who it is you're going to serve. And defining that audience is a strategic decision and, and strategy is something we've talked about a lot before on the podcast. So we're going to make sure to link to some past episodes on, on strategy, including one about blue ocean strategy, which is a favorite for us. And we'll also um, include a link to a, a podcast episode where we talk about three key aspects of a strategy. So diagnosis, guiding policy, and coherent actions. I think those past episodes will help you get clear about strategy and then help you get clear about that uh, right group of learners that you want to reach. And so whatever your strategy, odds are you're going to need good technology and good partners. And so we recommend you check out our sponsor for this quarter. Community Brands provides a suite of cloud-based software for organizations to engage and grow relationships with the individuals they serve, including association management software, learning management software, job board software, and event management software. Community Brands' award-winning Crowd Wisdom Learning Platform is among the world's best LMSs for corporate extended enterprise and is a leading LMS for association-driven professional education programs. Award-winning Freestone Community Brands live event learning platform is a leading platform for live learning event capture, webinars, webcast, and on-demand streaming. Find out more at leadinglearning.com slash community brands. Okay, so we talked about reach, the, the first of that triad of goals that we mentioned at the outset. So now let's look at the second one, which is revenue. And, and revenue is the fuel. It's the lifeblood that keeps a learning business running and growing. And even for organizations that are organized as a nonprofit or organizations that offer learning as a member benefit, 
positive net revenue is usually essential. And, and even in cases where maybe break-even is, is um, satisfactory, that's all that's required, if you can do better than break-even, then that means more money and therefore more resources to put against uh, delivering on your mission as an organization. Right. And you know, that's for the nonprofits. Obviously, you know, there are many commercial learning businesses out there, and um, revenue is often a front and center goal for, for those uh, organizations. And maximizing that revenue then becomes important, not just from that uh, you know, mission uh, standpoint um, that you were just talking about, Salisa, but also from that operational and fiscal standpoint. And, you know, revenue, of course, is tied to reach. Uh, you're, you're trying to, to reach your learners uh, probably for, for mission reasons, but also because you want to convert that reach into actual paying customers for your learning. So, you know, you need to reach that, that quality and quantity of learners uh, that we just talked about. And then to maximize revenue, you need to understand your audience, what they need, what they value, what they're going to pay for it. Um, and you also need to understand pricing. Um, and we actually recently devoted an episode to pricing, so I won't say a whole lot more about that now other than to point out that the perhaps obvious but uh, often overlooked insight that increasing prices, as long as it's done without increasing the, the cost, is the easiest way to increase your learning business's revenue. So you know, never never overlook that that one simple step. You know, if you're if you're reaching the right people uh, already, um, you know, you want to expand that. You want to get to more of the right people over time. You maybe want to identify new sets of right people that you can effectively serve. But always just looking at your pricing and um, and potentially changing that as a as a factor um, in your reach, you're going to escalate your revenues. So for more specific guidance on pricing, um, we'll encourage you to listen to or re-listen to episode 179. So that was not too long ago. And it offers 10 tips from our 20 years of experience in pricing educational products. Okay. So we've talked briefly about reach and revenue, which means we're down to impact. And it all comes down to impact. It does come down to impact. And, and so impact is what makes a learning business vital and sustainable over time. And learning businesses that can create significant impact for learners and uh, organizations and the fields and industries that they serve are not only going to survive, but they're going to thrive. And then conversely, of course, learning businesses that fail to deliver or, or fail to show impact are going to have trouble surviving because the competition for learners' time and attention and, and money is just fiercer than ever. Yeah, I mean, completely right. Learners are, are so overwhelmed now with the, um, the, the choices that they have, and uh, I think we're all feeling increasingly time poor. Um, so, you know, your learners, uh, you as a learner, uh, need to know that you're investing in something that's really going to help you. Um, and it's not just the learners, but also their employers and the other stakeholders who have uh, a hand in paying directly for the individual's uh, education. You know, they're going to want to know that it means something. And of course, all of this ties back to where we started with reach and, and reaching the right people. And we talked about, you know, if you're going to reach them, you need to be able to deliver to them. You need to be able to deliver to them well. And, um, you know, our, our options for being able to deliver content are potentially proliferating because it's getting easier to make and source content. We're going to have AI helping us out um, with selecting and personalizing content to end users. So potentially, potentially you can reach and serve more audiences in the past, but you need to make sure that uh, you really are 
set up for impact, that, um, that you're going to move the dial on the learning experiences for those learners, that they're going to know it, and that uh, their employee, uh, employers and uh, any other relevant stakeholders are going to know it as well. Well, right. And, you know, so there's that mission perspective, too, that we've already touched on. And, you know, um, if you have that higher mission, if you're really focused, uh, yes, on serving those individual learners, but also beyond that about raising the bar in the field or, or industry or profession that you serve, then impact is really important. And it's gotten easier than ever to measure impact with new and improved tools and technology. Some of what you were just mentioning, Jeff, is going to make it that much easier. Things like AI uh, and, and just other developments that we're right on the, on the cusp of, they're going to make it so much easier for us to collect that data and interpret that data around impact. So it's becoming increasingly common for learners and, and those other stakeholders to expect to get data about the effectiveness and the impact of a particular educational product or educational experience. And really, I mean, what this comes down to is you need to have a plan. You need to understand within your learning business, um, how are you measuring impact? How are you going to go about it? How are you going to demonstrate that impact um, uh, as part of the learning experience, but then also it's going to be part of your marketing going forward because, you know, one of the most powerful ways you can market is to to be able to say, this is this is proven to work before. We know that it's going to get results. And, you know, there are more and less formal ways to go about showing impact. Uh, we, you know, AI has a lot of promises we've been talking about for, you know, really being able to, to personalize, but you don't even have to go to that high tech realm right now. Um, you know, you can track, you know, which of your learning experiences or, or even specific uh, learning objects, you know, documents, videos, um, which of those are talked about and shared on social media or in a private online community if you have one, you know, and then you can obviously move from there into the much more formal um, forms of, of evaluation, uh, evaluating impact that, uh, that were all already familiar with. So, you know, you get your evaluation uh, data and and perhaps you incorporate a set of, you know, return on investment uh, questions into that. We do that with all our evaluations um, for events and, you know, ask people to rate on a scale from one to 10, you know, what level of return do they actually get off of uh, that event so that we're able to, to track that over time and across specific uh, products and services. And of course, you know, there are all sorts of ways to get much better, much more meaningful around your evaluations. We've had Dr. Will Tallheimer on the show before to to talk about that. Uh, um, we've had people like Brian McGowan on to talk about different ways of uh, assessing and getting at uh, the impact of what you're doing. So we'll be sure to to link to some of those uh, episodes as well. Well, and on that formal uh, end of the spectrum that you were just talking about, Jeff, I mean, I think it's really key if a learning business can start with the end in mind, mm -hmm. it, you know, if they're not already, but uh, if you're not, start thinking about what impact you want to have, um, and then you can design towards that end. So when you have those specific outcomes in mind, um, for example, maybe you have specific areas where you want to help your learners improve their performance. If you can name those areas and, and list those out, then you can develop benchmarks and, and targets, and you can create learning and interventions that are specifically set up to actually allow learners to improve their performance in those areas. And then, of course, you can also make 
smart use of assessments and maybe even extend them beyond what you're currently doing. I mean, I think there's a lot of potential for showing impact if you were able to undertake, you know, a, a well-designed longitudinal evaluation that's going to really let you see this, the impact of, of a learning experience or a set of learning experiences um, over a span of time for a, an individual learner as they go back to the job and, and are applying it. And this is that's one of those key areas where, you know, automation, um, personalization, are just going to allow that to be a lot more feasible because I think right now that sounds like a big lift to so many organizations to do that sort of long-term follow-up. Um, that's just getting easier and easier. And uh, you know, and as you mentioned um, earlier, Salisa, this isn't—it's not just about the individual learner. I mean, really, any learning business is usually serving a field, an industry, a profession where they're trying to move the dial on that profession, and that you know that gets harder um, to to measure, but um, but you know y- you can. Uh, get some correlation between the the impact that you're having on a large group of learners across your industry field profess, profession and what the outcomes um, then uh, are of that uh, field or profession over time and and you know simply positioning yourself as that being your role uh, and, and being able to convincingly uh, position and portray yourself as an authority as a trusted source for doing that in the field or industry you serve dramatically elevates your value as a learning business. You're seen as a catalyst for impact. And by the way, this circles back to uh, expanding and deepening your reach um, because you're able to do that. And of course, you know, by deepening and expanding your reach, you're increasing your revenue. So, you know, reach, revenue, impact, uh, they're they're all tightly connected. Now, we'd be remiss if we uh, didn't mention that um, this may not be territory you want to go into uh, alone. If you really want to be able to increase your reach, revenue, and impact these days, it pays to have good partners for doing that. So with that in mind, we encourage you to check out our sponsor for this quarter. WBT Systems develops the industry-leading top-class LMS, which delivers transformative professional development experiences for education and certification programs. With a single point of support from in-house integration experts, top-class LMS easily integrates with a wide variety of systems to provide efficient administration and a unified learning experience. WBT supports organizations in using learning technology to help drive growth in membership increase revenues, and enhance the learning experience. WBT believes in truly understanding your challenges and partnering with you to ensure the success of your education programs. Find out more at leadinglearning.com slash WBT. So now back to those three goals that we set out to talk about at the beginning, reach, revenue, and impact. We've looked at them for the most part separately. We just talked through each of them, although of course we found ourselves sort of circling back as we were talking about impact to reach or um, as we were talking about revenue, talking about reach. Um, But we also want to more deliberately talk about them together, talk about them collectively because they represent uh, the balance that successful learning businesses continually strive for in setting and then executing strategy. But sometimes those three goals, reach, revenue, and impact, can get out of balance a little bit. And Jeff, um, do you happen to remember that film we watched a few years ago called Koyana Scotsy? I, I believe I do. And if I, if I remember correctly, uh, it, was, it was pretty difficult to watch. 
Well, it, it is definitely pretty artsy, pretty experimental. Um, there's no narration or dialogue. It's just montages of, of imagery and music. But I brought it up because that title, Koyaniskatsi, comes from a Hopi word meaning life out of balance. And reach, revenue, and impact need to be in balance because when they're out of balance, when there's that Koyaniskatsi in a, a learning business, then things can go awry. If reach and revenue are given too much weight and impact is neglected, then you have value problems. So learners don't see the kind of results that are going to make them tell others about those learning opportunities or make them come back for more of that type of learning. Definitely. And we should say, in in case the word koyanaskatsi is uh, not in your vocabulary right now and you're wondering how that is uh, being spelled, that's going to be a good reason to engage with the show notes uh, for this episode and and, and come check that out at leadinglearning.com slash episode 182. Um, But as you were saying, uh, Salisa, I mean, if if reach and impact, for example, are, are stressed without sufficient emphasis on revenue, so you don't have that, that balance there, you're overemphasizing uh, reach and impact, um, not giving enough emphasis to revenue, then you know, what's gonna happen is the business is gonna grind to a halt, um, you know, whether quickly, or what usually happens is that it creeps in over time, um, you know, because it lacks the fuel, the, the funding, um, to, to continue to develop, to, to grow, and, and to thrive in, in the way that it needs to. And then if reach is ignored, and so you know the organization is, is aspiring to revenue and impact, um, but you're not reaching the intended audience with it, then, then you have maybe valuable offerings that are languishing. They're kind of this best-kept secret because you don't have that reach. Um, you know, but, but again, you've got to have all three of these elements um, working together so that you can fully deliver on um, what you set out to do as a learning business. And so we encourage you to do some reflection, as we often do here on the Leading Learning Podcast. Uh, you know, take some time alone and also with your team to assess the balance of your learning business. Are reach, revenue, and impact given equal weight? Or is one floundering, um, pulling your learning business out of balance? And what might you do to get all three goals pulling equal weight? And when you get reach, revenue, and impact working well together, the beautiful thing is, is that you get a whole that, that's greater than the sum of the parts. You get a learning business capable of creating and delivering real meaningful value. When you get reach, revenue, and impact uh, intersecting, working together, then you get learning magic and you get learning business success. So that's a look at the flexible framework of reach, revenue, and impact. And this framework ties together all the other threads we talk about on the podcast, uh, whether that's technology, strategy, leadership, learning, or marketing. So to get show notes for this episode and uh, to explore some of those other threads, uh, we do uh, encourage you to go to leadinglearning.com slash episode 182. And when you check out show notes, you're going to see various options for subscribing to the podcast. If you're getting value out of what you hear, we would be truly grateful if you would subscribe as it helps us to get some data on the impact of what we're doing. And those ratings and reviews also help the show to pop up when others are searching for the kinds of topics we talk about. So it helps us to expand our reach. 
And we'd also be grateful if you take just a minute to give us a rating on iTunes. To do that, just go to leadinglearning.com slash iTunes. That'll put you in the right place. Or if you use another service to listen to us, uh, pretty much every podcast delivery service has some form of rating and review, and we would really appreciate it if you would... uh, Take advantage of that on your particular service. Salise and I personally appreciate your rating and review, but more importantly, those reviews and ratings play an important role in helping the podcast show up when people search for content on leading a learning business. And we'd be grateful if you would check out our sponsors for this quarter. You can find out more about community brands at leadinglearning.com slash community brands. Find out what WBT Systems has to offer at leadinglearning.com slash WBT. And finally, consider telling others about the podcast. You can send a tweet by going to leadinglearning.com slash share. And you can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com leading lifelong learning. And of course, you can share us with others there. However you do it, though, please do spread the word about leading learning. Thanks again and see you next time on the Leading Learning Podcast. Podcast.